When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to the UNI Panther Point of View. Tune in each week for a deeper point of view from UNI coaches, student athletes, and UNI insiders. Now, here's the voice of the Panthers, Gary Rima. Hi, sports fans. Welcome all of Panther Nation to the latest episode of the Panther Point of View podcast. This is where we get a deeper point of view and insight from UNI Panther coaches, student athletes, administrators, and alumni. And I, it's hard for me to call these guys alumni or uh, or former UNI Panther players, but uh, but I guess that's that's how we'll, we'll categorize it today. But we're going to be joined by two great UNI Panther football players that just played in the Reese's Senior Bowl. Ellerson Smith, the defensive end out of Minneapolis, Minnesota, and Spencer Brown, the big offensive lineman out of Lenox, Iowa. Guys, welcome to the the Panther Point of View podcast. Uh, Spencer, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Ellerson, how about you? I'm good. Uh, thanks for having us. Excited to get you guys on and 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 talk about your your time playing in the Reese's Senior Bowl All Star Game. Uh, this past week, what a what a great job and uh, to to be part of that. A lot we want to try and go over here. First of all, Ellerson, t- tell Panther Nation where are you at right now? Yeah, so I'm in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, training at Exos. Um, it's a it's a big comp. They have a really big combine prep program, so I'll be there until the pro day now. Since that got a uh, the combines canceled this year, so. Whenever our pro day is, I'm just going to be training here for the next little bit. Now, now, did you just go there after the Reese's Senior Bowl, or were you there prior to going to play at the the Senior Bowl? I was there prior to uh, playing there. I got here in about November, and then uh, 
from the time I opted out um, in early fall. I was in Minneapolis training with a trainer I have up there. Spencer Brown, how about you? Where are you at right now? I'm currently in Irvine, California, and I've been out here since uh, August. So I went to classes for a few weeks uh, originally uh, in the fall, and then I came out here in, in August and have been out here since. Mm, Phoenix, Arizona, California, a couple of pretty good places to be right now, guys, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it's like 80 degrees right now. I cannot complain. <laughs> uh, beautiful. Hey, all right, uh, let's let's talk about the Senior Bowl. First of all, you guys were on the same team, the national team. Did that did that kind of help maybe settle the nerves a little bit and, and just make it a little easier for you two guys being on the, the same team, Spencer? How about that for you? Yeah, it was cool. I mean, we got a little taste of, of, of you and I down there at the Senior Bowl, just uh, seeing Ellerson every day at practice. And I think our first one-on-one, like the first live one-on-one was against one another. And before the rep took place, I, I looked at Ellerson like, of all places, we're going to do this right here. So <laughs> Uh, it was it was pretty crazy. It was a fun experience. It was good to have someone down there that that you knew well, and and uh, someone you could just take the whole experience in with. Yeah, that, I was just thinking, did you guys have to go head to head against each other at practice? And you just answered that that question, Spencer Ellerson. To, I, just being around you during the season, you seem like a guy that you'd be fine walking into a, a crowd of people, whether you knew anybody or not. But it had to help having Spencer there on the same team with you. Oh yeah, I mean. It was. I was nervous for a lot of reasons, just because one, it was the Senior Bowl, two, and we hadn't played so long, and you know, having Spencer there going through the same exact thing. I remember on the first day, we were like on the bus, and Spencer said something like, "I feel like I'm about to throw up," and I'm like, "Yeah, I feel you too." Like it was pretty nerve wracking, but it was nice to have have him there and uh, for support and to you know compete against them too. Did did that feeling that nervousness? Uh, you know that kind of feeling of I'm, I'm, I might throw up here, guys. Did that did that relate back to any other time during your your career? Whether it was maybe that first high school game, that first first time showing up on campus at college, did did it remind you of any of those instances, Ellerson? Um, I don't know if I've been that nervous. I feel like at you and I, um, they did a good job of knowing, uh, making sure that we knew what to expect in games. So I was, I never really got nervous for games because we were we were really prepared. But the thing about the senior bowl is. You know, it was a step up in competition, and um, you, you know, I didn't know what what to expect. I didn't know how my body would be feeling because I haven't gotten any live reps in about twelve months. So, um, yeah, it was it was for sure more nerve wracking than uh, most things I've been through. How about you, Spencer? Yeah, I mean, I've I've uh, I kind of get a little nervous even in college, like those big time games, or even at home, I. This might be too much information, but I'd be like a little puking on the sideline here and there. They're like fourth quarter as a close game, but so I get—I don't want to say nauseous, but I get like that sometimes. But going the bus ride there the first day, I was—it was—it was a little nerve-wracking for sure. And exactly what I said to Eller since word for word what I said, and then like my dad said, once you get the first hit out of the way, I mean you're okay. So just—just uh, just the ride there and just being in your conscious and just thinking through things kind of got me a little bit. Spencer, how much practice time did you get with your team? When did when did you, did you arrive? You know, well, the game was uh, on that Saturday, but how much how much practice time did you actually get? We we only got three days of, of practice, and it wasn't like fall camp in college or high school where it's three days of helmets and three days of shells, and then you kind of put the pads on. I mean, from the first rep you got out there, you were in helmet and shoulder pads, and it was full go. So uh, it was it took some adjusting to get to. I think Ellerson said twelve months, but it's it's been fourteen months since him and I have 
laid a hand on somebody violently in, in playing games. So um, it was just kind of a learning curve. But they, like, the coaches for the Dolphins did a good job um, helping us adapt and learn the playbook. So it wasn't like we were second-guessing ourselves out there. We were just playing. Ellerson, how about for you with that amount of practice time? How, how did how did how long did it take before you you kind of got back into that comfort zone of of ready to play a game? Um, I think honestly, the first day I felt pretty rusty. Um, yeah, just because it had been so long. But by the second day, I felt like I was able to fly around a little bit more. Um, felt more comfortable with uh, you know, everything that we're doing with the playbook and speed of the game. And yeah, so luckily by then I was I was good. Who was your position coach, Ellerson? Uh, Austin Clark and uh, Coach Robbie were the two working with me. Um, they've been at the Dolphins for a few years, I believe. Um, their defensive line, outside linebackers coach. We were running a 4-3, so I was ma- majority playing um, uh, open side defensive end. But I actually had some reps in at 3-tech too, which was, which was an interesting experience in itself. But, yeah, those are, they, they did a great job all week, um, you know, from – Every coaching style is a little bit different, and what they want from you to do at a position is a little bit different. So I was just trying to take what they uh, what they wanted me to do, um, and you know, work that each day and show them that I can work at that and get better at that. And then Spencer, how about for you? Who was your position coach working with the offensive line? Offensive line coach was named Lemuel Jean Pierre. So we just called him Coach Lem for short because that's that's a bit of a yeah. long name, but. Uh, he was our offensive line coach, just kind of piggybacking off off Ellerson's experience. I mean, he was super laid back. was wasn't there just like enforced like fall camp mentality type thing. He just kind of helped you learn the playbook, and then uh, it was like a learning week for the players as well. So just he was kind of helped me on things in my game, like just hand placement, hat placement, things like that. Just offering advice as as much as he could. Who so who was the head coach of of the national team for you guys? Coach Flores was for the Dolphins. And and t- tell us about him. What, is he is he currently coaching in the NFL, or what's his position? Yeah, so he's he's the current head coach for the Dolphins right now. Uh, it was him and Coach Matt Rule. So it was like the Panthers coaching staff and the Dolphins coaching staff in the Senior Bowl. Um, the national team was the Dolphins, and the American League was uh, was the Panthers. So they got up the first day, and and Coach Rule with the Panthers was was very uh, a high energy guy. He was he was given a motivational speech and then coach Flores, our coach got up there and he was calm and collected and, and it was just kind of at, or not asking, but telling us what he expected to see through the week. And he has really cared about uh, the players developing over the course of three days and just progressing each day. Interesting. Uh, a pretty cool experience, Ellerson, to, to have those coaches work with you for those days too, then. Yeah, no, that was, that was super nice. Um, uh, you know, it was uh, exciting because you like, be looking around practice and it's literally an NFL head coach sitting right there. Um, it was a funny one time. Well, I was guess it was kind of funny. Uh, I messed up right in front of him and got like thrown over by him. He was like, what do you like? said something along the lines? Like, what are you doing over by me? And I was like, Oh geez. Like I literally just got, like, this is a, a high pressure uh, environment. But then the next play I was able to um, correct myself and he gave me a compliment after that. So it's a, yeah, it was interesting. When you make an NFL roster, do you think that that experience gave you at least a a, a fairly fair taste of what uh, an NFL coaching staff staff is going to be like and and how you'd be treated, guys? Uh, Spencer, I'll go with you first. Yeah, so going into it, I was once again I was nervous because I was like, oh my gosh, this is be NFL coaching staff. This is 
I mean, coaches that have been around, the best players in the world, and I don't have to expect. I thought I was going to be just talking as fast as I can. I was going to be just playing catch up the whole time, like we're going to wait up for me. But um, now that I realize that it's just, I mean, it's just, I don't want to say a normal coaching staff, but it's still football. Like nothing really changes. Just the people around you do. And um, I like the way the Dolphins, Dolphins went about their coaching style, and I learned from them a lot. I know guys or a lot of coaches are going to have different coaching styles in the NFL. So I'm um, getting a little taste of, of both through the Panthers and the Dolphins and how they did things is, is good moving forward for, for me, I think, and Ellerson in that sense. Yeah, Ellerson, did, did you feel like that gave you a, a, at least a fair taste of what an NFL staff would be like and how you'd be treated? Yeah, I think uh, that was a really nice experience to get that under my belt. Um, you know, I feel like they expect simple things similar to you and I. I think that, uh, you know, working hard in practice and showing that you're improving is is what they are looking for and I think that's something that uh, you know coach Farley and the staff was looking for too and I think that yeah it was a e- pretty easy transition because yeah like Spencer said I was a, kind of expecting it to be like something way over my head but you know it's not anything we haven't done before. Uh, also uh, the, the, the game itself is going to be important because that's where a lot of the other NFL people and and scouts are really going to be locked in, but how how important, practice was important too, but how critical, guys, was your practice performance in the big picture of things, do you think, as far as how you you performed? Was was the practice performance, you think, pretty critical for you, Spencer? Yeah, I think the whole week you're you're being evaluated. That's what we were told uh, down there, and that's why I was told going into there that Everything you do from walking in the lobby to how you carry yourself in meetings, where you sit. You just I don't want to say on pins and needles, but you kind of are like the whole week being evaluated and they're trying to see what type of player you are. And then there's a ton of scouts and coaches and GMs at the practice and game. So um, there wasn't really never a sigh of relief, like you had a, a chance to wind down. But the, the practice was is a huge thing because for the guys that opted out or didn't play this season, I mean, we haven't played in 14 months and just seeing how we were going to react to that. The first day I was like, Ellerson, I was banging the rust off. I wasn't doing everything totally the right way. And then you had to prove yourself coming back the second day that you learned from yesterday and you get better. And then going in the third day, you learned from the second day and first day and you get better the third day. And then compiling those three days and going into the game and showing that you can really progress in a week span of time. Um, that speaks volume to coaches and GMs. So everything we did that week was under evaluation and, and they took consideration. Yeah, and Ellerson, how how important did you think that practice performance that that you had in the big picture of things in front of all of those GMs and NFL coaches? How how important was that that phase of it prior to playing the actual game? Yeah, I think it was it was huge. Um, I, I mean, initially, right away when we got there, uh, the director I know told me and Spencer, um, you know, the, the scouts understand that we haven't played in uh, fourteen months. So um, they're not expecting us to be world beaters the first day, but, you know, just like Spencer said, stacking the days, getting better each day and working off of each day. One thing they like to um, emphasize in the meetings, at least for me, was, you know, in the NFL you can't make the same mistake twice. Like you have to get a new a new habit, a, a new mistake the next day. So just trying to, um, you know, build off of each day and, and compete too at the end of the day. There's a lot of competition periods. Um, yeah, we were working on getting better, but, you know, there's still uh, chances to compete and go out there and try and win. 
You're listening to the Panther Point of View podcast. We're talking with Ellerson Smith and Spencer Brown, a couple of UNI Panther football players that were invited and played in the Reese's Senior Bowl on January 30th in Mobile, Alabama. And uh, we'll talk about the game in a moment. But Ellerson, what, what was the atmosphere like with the COVID testing and, you know, the pandemic still going on? How, how, how did that factor into to that week for you? Yeah, I mean, um, it was different. Um, you know, I feel like uh, hearing from people in the past how much had changed from the game. Obviously, this was my first and only time I'd be at the game. Um, but from my experience, um, you know, they, they, they did a good job making sure everyone was safe. There was, um, we, we got tested like five or six times um, pretty early in the morning just to make sure that there was no positive. I think there's only like one positive out of like 3,000 tests, which is really good on their part, but they did a good job of putting that together for us and um, making it happen. Spencer, how about for you? What was that part of it like with the, the, that many tests and, and the whole pandemic thing uh, is part of this? Yeah, the senior bowl did a really good job uh, taking care of us and testing us. He had to provide a a negative test within 48 hours, even getting on the plane to go out there. So, um, they knew you were negative coming in, and then just the reassurance throughout the, the five, six days. We got tested in the morning, and um, yeah, COVID did uh, interfere with some of the stuff that went on down there. Like, we couldn't partake in the parade. I think we usually go out, or they usually go out and interact with the community or a children's hospital. And then uh, the big thing that, that I did, I can't say I didn't like, but uh, you couldn't really interact with other players. Like, the only time you really got to hang out with, with people from other programs that practice or meetings, you couldn't. Uh, like at the dining center is all grab and go. So you had to like grab your food and go up and eat instead of uh, sit there and, and talk to guys and just kind of, I don't say make friends, but uh, get to know more about people and their experiences and, and where they're from. And that's, that's something that I noticed that we couldn't really take part in. Yeah. And uh, Spencer mentioned a couple of the guys that, that you either played with or maybe were even on the other team that, that you would have liked to have been able to maybe spend a little more time with or some names of, of guys that maybe people would, would recognize that, that, that played in that senior bowl. Yeah, actually we got, I don't want to say got in trouble, but uh, me and Wyatt, Wyatt Hubert from, from Kansas state were sitting there one night eating. This is before we didn't know they weren't supposed to be doing this, but we're sitting there eating together, just like talking about Bradley Moore and Christian Ellsworth and people that we like mutually knew. And then uh, there's an offensive line from Cal, Jake Curhan, and then, uh, Creed Humphrey from Oklahoma, uh, and there was a Division Three Whitewater guy, Quinn Morenes. Uh, I just want to like hear more about his story, but we never really got a chance to to sit down and talk about it or just kind of hang out with one another. How about for you, Ellerson? Who were maybe some guys you would have liked to have been able to to spend a little more time with, either just get to know them, pick their brain, whatever. Yeah, um, I mean, there's a, a lot of guys in the D line room. Um, Taryn Jackson, uh, some DNs from Pitt, Rashad and uh, Patrick. Um, there's you know there's guys from that played at the highest level of college football. Um, I got to pick their minds a little bit in practice, and uh, you know learn a little bit of how they approach rushes or what even in the game. Like what are they working on the tackle? What do they think's working? And how can I could work off of that? But you know yeah, like Spencer said, it was uh you know that part was lost. But you know we were pretty busy with our schedules. Um, that they that they put in front of us so it was kind of it's not like we missed a beat with that Be, being a, a couple of fcs guys did you 
did you feel like you you had a little something extra to prove or maybe went in with a bit of a chip on your shoulder at all, Ellerson, into this, knowing you were going to be going up against, you know, a lot of FBS guys too? Yeah, you know, uh, that's part of the reason I was kind of nervous, you know, because we play a FCS game, a FBS game every year, but it wasn't um, filled with the best players at the FBS level. It was just a FBS team. Um, but, yeah, that's something I think I always carried on my shoulder. Um, Northern Iowa being – um, my only offer is something that motivates me, motivated me through my career. And I think it'll always be in the back of my mind, uh, through my football career. And, uh, yeah, just going out there and like, you know, once I was able to get off the ball and, uh, you know, feel these dudes out a little bit, I was like, you know, I was ready to play and knew I could play with them. Spencer, how about for you? Yeah. So going into it, my, uh, offensive line coach and, and mentor, I hear Joe stay to play with the Niners forever. He went to Central Michigan, and he told me about his senior bowl experience and how he wore that C on his helmet, and no one, no one really knew where it came from. So it's kind of the same same way for Ellerson. I mean, we had the logo on our helmet, and no one had any idea where the school was or what it stood for. So they thought they had a, a higher up on us, or they thought they were better than us. So just um, proving proving to them that I wasn't be pushed around or, or bullied out there, and then just play my game the way I think it's supposed to be played. But um, yeah, once I got in the groove after the first day and, and felt like myself again, it was just it was uh it was good from there. Probably probably goes without saying both of you guys had a little pride putting that U and I helmet on one more time. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was the first time I put it on in a long time and I was like, gosh, this helmet get a little smaller on the plane. <laughs> it's a little tighter than I remember, but uh, it, it loosened up eventually, but it was, it was good to put that helmet back on and, and represent you and I one last time before uh, before we make this next step. Ellerson, that had to be big for you too. Yeah, I mean that was uh, that was super exciting and nice to do for one last time. I remember like uh, Coach Danielson tweeted a picture of um, me and Spencer having a rep, and I remember that I thought that was really cool for us to um, you know you know we were literally doing the same thing against each other five years ago except like spencer was like 240 and i was like 200 pounds and you know it's probably could find a picture exactly like that um if we had it but uh, that that was really cool to you know be representing you and i and all of our teammates and coaches and the whole university at that level was a a very humbling experience now i know both you guys are on twitter and uh while the the days of practice were going on leading up to the game there's some scouts there and they're they're tweeting stuff out about some of the players did, did you guys did you see some of that stuff that was being said about you Spencer <laughs> uh I mean yeah it's kind of hard to not see it when you have Twitter and they just at you and, and call you out and things like that um yeah I don't pay attention to it too much it's one person's opinion um whatever you do everybody's gonna be super critical of of, of what you're doing so I mean I've kind of got used to it in that sense of people are gonna have stuff to say and um, that, that's fine with me. It's their opinion, but I'm just going to go out there and play. I mean, you're going to have good and bad things to say. you got to take the good with the bad and just keep rolling on. Well, Scott Kennedy, a guy that was with the former scouting service, he tweeted out, Spencer Brown might be the top prospect playing at the Senior Bowl. Now, that I mean, that's pretty high praise from a guy. Oh, yeah, there's there's things like that, and there's things like I wouldn't he, – he's not even my top 50 pick. So, I guess they're good with the bad, that people have their opinions. Uh, can't pay too much attention to it. It's just what you put on tape and how you go about your day. And then uh, Ellerson, Zach Patra tweeted out, uh, between you and I, you and I's 
Ellerson Smith has made his way comfortably in the day two conversation in the NFL draft. He has shown versatility, speed, and power. This kid is legit. I mean, that that stuff's got to fire you up a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, uh, you, you know, I, I, I guess it sounds nice, but, you know, we'll see We'll see what, what actually happens and what actually plays out. I, I guess you made, like, a point of it, like, not to look at the Twitter during the okay. week because I was like, if I do, like, I'll hear something like that and start thinking I'm, like, you know, yeah. the stuff and, you know, go out there and get my butt whooped because, you know, I'm getting cocky. Or if, vice versa, if someone's, like, you know, talking down on me, like, oh, and I start to believe it. So I just made a point, you know. I'm just going to come here, work hard, um, listen to the coaches, and improve off of them instead of you know looking for uh, for from what other people on Twitter have to say. Yeah, that's a good job by both you guys approaching it that way. Now, if now if either of those two guys actually had a a, a draft choice where you knew they were going to make a selection, that might change a little bit too. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, good stuff, um, Spencer. I'm going to go back to the practice. Um, how hard was it to learn the offense that you were going to run? I mean, you're coming in, you get three days, you got to put in some kind of offense. How how hard was it to to pick up what your responsibilities were going to be in the offense that the national team wanted to run? Yeah, it's coming into it. I was I was pretty worried because I thought, like, oh, NFL offense is going to be a ton of calls, going to be different cadences, going to be shifts and all this stuff. And then we got down here. It wasn't it wasn't too bad at all. I mean, I've, I've been taught to like the NFL systems be way more advanced in your college and there'd be different snap counts and all these other stuff going on. But the best thing you can do is just football is still football. So it's kind of like a copycat league going on and just translate your college offense and calls into the NFL. So there's kind of the same plays that we were running. They just called different things. So it was just um, putting words that mean the same thing together in your head in that sense. I mean, I got the playbook down and probably – and in a day comfortably and then after that it was just I knew in and out so that first day going out there I'm a big uh look at the playbook but I had to go out there and rep it to really learn it so the first day was was not only just me going back to play football but it's also getting getting comfortable with the with the playbook what can you share with us what what did a typical run play call what, what did what, what if if you're huddled up and they're going to call a running play what would have what have the would the quarterback say for that particular running play? What it sound like? Uh, they had like a bunch of formations. So if it was all off tight end personnel too, so say it was Kings, that means there's two personnel. So it'd be like Kings trailer or Kings trips left, uh, 39 doom kill 38 doom. And that means the kill is just for us in the offensive line. They're going to go up there and they want to run it to the, the shade or whatever. So like blue 90, blue 90 and be like, easy, easy, uh, kill, kill. So that means we're just flipping the play and then I'll say, Blue Knights at Hut, and these flip it in a second. So um, it's just a lot going on to kind of process it uh, through the play and just having all the variables running through your mind so you know exactly what's, what's to happen if they do flip it or if you're going to roll with it. Wow. Interesting. How about for you, Ellerson, on the on the defensive side, defensive assignments, you know, how hard was it to, to pick up what they wanted you to do on that side of the football? Oh, it wasn't wasn't nearly as hard as what Spencer had to do. To be honest, for me, um, for me it was either we were playing either uh, over or under front, and I was playing open side end. So um, if it was an under front, I'd travel to the open side and then lean away from the tight end. Um, over front, I'd stay to the side and you know it'd be like an under under one Tampa, and that'd just be the coverage. But honestly, all I had to worry about was the over or under, and that was like you know um, that was pretty easy for me to pick up. On the on the first day, probably the hardest part for me to 
uh, grasp, though, was like the special teams and just knowing where I had to be, um, you know, because there's like you'd have like three different colors for a special team uh, section of whether that's punt or punt return and just knowing which color you're with at what time. I didn't want to mess that up in front of the coaches. As as fast as you guys did pick that stuff up and understand the lingo and know what to do, is that is that a tribute to what Coach Clanton and you and I offense taught you while you were there, Spencer and Ellerson? Same thing on the defensive side with Coach Pop and all the things you picked up. Did they? Is that sounds like that's a pretty big help when you work your way to the next level, Spencer? Yeah. So like as a young as a young player, I didn't really understand the whole offense or the scheme or everybody's place. Then really my, my last year I played there, my junior year, Coach Clanton and I really dove into how I should I should and do now know everybody's role. And then he really helped me learn the defense in that sense. So um, he, he pretty much broke it down to me that a defense is kind of like a puzzle. Everybody fits in a certain way. And if someone's out of place and that tells you something. So um, I went from like my two years, I, I my first two years of playing, I was just kind of running the play and I knew my role. And then my third year, just really diving deep into everybody's role, how the defense works, the cues, uh, the rules the defense has to play by, and then and things to pick up off that. So um, I'm still learning in that category for sure. I don't have it all figured out, but Coach Clan and, and the coaching staff of you and I really did help me uh, understand that for sure. And, and you you came to you and I from an eight man football program, right? <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that first night. Uh, first yeah. night after fall camp, it was Bradley Moore. And Christian Ellsworth, we were sitting in the dorm, and they were trying to teach me about all these shifts and formations and route trees and all this and coverages. I had no idea they were they could be talking some foreign language to me pretty much, but but now it's it's way more simple than I was uh, hyping it up to be, and, and I've learned a lot from that. Yeah, you've had quite a quite a football path uh, from from your high school days at Lenox, uh, playing eight man to you and I, and now the the Senior Bowl and and headed to the NFL. Ellerson, how about for you with the the things that coaching staff at you and I taught you, what, what did you notice how that has helped prepare you for this next level? Yeah. I mean, I think um, like Spencer said, this uh, was kind of the same for me this past year. Uh, Coach Pop helped me take my game to the next level by, um, you know, learning things in the film room and uh, the playbook. Um, like, you know, I was, I was pretty, uh, you know, one mind track the year, years before and just doing my job. But, um, Coach Pop helped me understand, like, you know, looking at offensive formations and what teams are likely to run out of certain formations and what they can't run or what they won't run. And just doing that, like, process of elimination each play kind of helped me take my game to the next level. Um, but, yeah, and just from, like, understanding the playbook right away under aspect, uh, Coach Farley would keep us on our toes with the defensive game plan so we could change a game plan, like, midway from the week through the week or – like the meal before so we were like we were i'm ready for you know any type of changes like that so uh to stick with the same playbook all we got i was i was okay with that (laughs) it sounds good ellerson also um leading up to the game itself did you have much interaction with pro scouts or personnel from other pro teams besides your your dolphins coaching staff uh i mean I, i interviewed with a few teams um probably like Five or six, nothing, nothing too serious. Those short little twenty-minute interviews. Um, you know, uh, I think that's you can't really do much else right now. I believe, but yeah, um, but yeah, that was that was the extent of it. What was the strangest question one of them asked you? Ooh, 
Was there anything weird that they asked that you were like, whoa? Honestly, nothing too crazy. Um, okay. A, a lot of some of the a lot of the scouts would be like uh, in meetings at the Senior Bowl. A, a few of them would be uh, like, "Oh, Spencer said that he kicked your butt in, in practices." Like, and I just knew it wasn't oh, true. Not say that they're messing with you. Yeah, I know. I, like, I would just be like, "Okay, I'm sure he did." Um, <laughs> you know, like I don't. It's probably just something to see if I, I'm uh, just can get under my skin. Yeah. But you know, that was but that was probably the the weirdest, the most off guard ones. They're pretty simple questions. Um, nothing too crazy for me. How about for you, Spencer? Interaction with with pro scouts or personnel from other pro teams? Yeah. So leading up to the senior bowl, I had like just random calls, like others said, like five or six of them. I had a Zoom call uh, with with other teams as well, but um, they're just kind of feeling you out, getting the the normal questions under the belt, uh, like your family and background and interest, things like that. And then once you get closer to the draft, and I'm sure that the the questions and interviews will get a little more. A little more intense, but down there is it was pretty much the same as others. Instead, they they would ask some random questions or just trying to get you off your game and just see how you react to to different scenarios and just see if you change in any sense. All right, let, uh, enough about uh, the practice and all that stuff. We got to talk about the game itself. I mean, that's that's what you. I know you guys had to be uh, jacked up to put the game uniform on. It, you mentioned Spencer, fourteen months since you you'd been in competition like that. How fun was it to play in the game itself? And and they actually had six seven thousand fans in there too. That had to be pretty cool. Yeah, it was it was really really awesome to get back out there and play again. I mean. Everybody says football is fun and, and it's a good time, and then you get this long break and you just kind of think about it, and then as soon as you get back in there, it's like this is awesome. This is what I've missed for the last fourteen months. But then um, the NFL rules of actually like getting be able to celebrate with your teammates in the end zone, I took advantage of that for sure. Um, it was just great to be out there with guys and competing and 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 doing all the football stuff like talking trash like I like to do and and ruffling some feathers. So it was good to get back out there and do that, and then actually win the game was just another bonus on top of that. Okay, now, now, what about some of these end zone celebrations that I saw you were involved in, Spencer? What, 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 when did you have time to practice all that stuff? This guy sounds super bad, but we did, we decided to do it like in the huddle, like in the middle of the drive. Like we had to wait for the quarterback to get the call from from up top, and he'd be standing off the side listening in his ear, and we would just stand there sucking wind. Like, what should we do? I don't know. I don't know what should we do. I always oh, just do this and like all right let's do it and we just ran on there and I was actually celebrating so hard I forgot to be on the field goal so I had to sprint back out there and get on the field goal real quick so I was I might have been celebrating a little too much what what was that one where it looked like was that you that they the guy was on his all four down on his all fours and you were had your hands on his back and they lifted you up or who was that what, I was, what was that I was I was on all fours I'm just gonna yeah. I'm not gonna paint the whole picture for you, but I was the table in that scenario or, <laughs> or barrel, if you want to say that. Oh my goodness. That, that was fun. Um, how, how about you, Ellerson, the, the game itself and, and just chance to, to be out there competing again. How, how fun was that? Yeah, it, it was a really nice experience. It was nice. I had my family out there, um, uh, to have them be able to come down and watch was really, was really fun. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was good. Uh, you know, pretty uh, similar to practices feel. I, I try to approach it pretty, pretty calmly, and you know, don't like to get too amped up about it. But uh, um, you know, it was good. I uh, you know also learned some NFL rules, like Spencer said. Uh, you can't really tackle the quarterback too hard, um, <laughs> or hit him, or hit him too hard. 
you know, it was that was the last thing I was thinking about it. But looking back <laughs> at it, you know, I was like, okay, if that was Tom Brady, that for sure would have been a penalty. But, you know, it's something I'm just going to have to get used to. And you guys both know Jarek, the, the media relations director at UNI, does a great job. He sent me a message, was just telling me, about, you know, kind of some stats. And he says, yeah, Ellerson was really, really good. And he had a BS late hit call. That's, you know, it's a, so uh, that must be the one you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, it's a, you can't drive the quarterback into the ground in the NFL. That was, that was the last thing I was thinking about. I was just like, okay, let me just make sure I get this dude to the ground. I'm not worried about, you know, putting my weight yeah. on. Dude was fine. It, it is what it is. He walks away. Well. Yeah. That's right. We hey, we know we knew you guys would both have a big week. You're great players, um, and, and it's a little easier sometimes stat wise to look at a defensive player and and tell kind of what kind of game they had. Um, but Spencer, for you and that offensive line, how, how, what did you think of your performance? How how did you kind of grade yourself after after you played that game? I mean, I, I did uh, I did some good things, and I had some bone. I had like two bonehead plays where. Like in the middle, like what? What the hell am I doing this for? And then, and I gave up a pressure, and that's I try to take a pass out of a three point stance, and like halfway through my kicks, I'm like, why am I doing this? And the guy just like cut inside me, and it was it was bad. Dude. I gave him a free shot, and he missed it. So I was just trying to help that guy out. But um, I mean, outside of that, I think I played a, a pretty decent game. Um, offensive line, like so, there's any stats? All you're supposed to do is help your team score points, and that's what we did. We ended up winning, and we had a hell of a time doing it. Did uh, you had to feel like this? This performance, this opportunity, it helped your draft chances, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, the competition gap was everybody talks about in all the interviews and, and draft Twitter and things like that. So I'm um, just going out there and, and practice and one-on-ones is a little different than the game. Um, I'm sure Ellison would agree to that. So yeah. um, translating your things from practice to the game is a, is a kind of a different ball game. So just going out there and show that you can legit play a four-quarter game with with the best players in the country and then proving yourself was, was huge for, for me and, and Ellerson as well. And, and Ellerson, you know, as a defensive player, you're going to have some stats and you had a, a good looking line. You had two solo tackles. You had that tackle for a loss, really impressive play. And Jarek also told me that, Hey, you had a half a sack, but he doesn't think they gave you credit for it, but uh, you were right there to, to help on a, on a sack, uh, how did how did you feel you performed? How did you kind of grade out your performance? I, I think I did all right. Um, you know, I think I, I was able to make some plays, you know, in the backfield at certain points in the game. There were some plays I, I wish I had back and, you know, I wish I could have executed better. Um, but, you know, I think it was good. I think, you know, I showed that I can play with those guys. And, uh, you know, the competition w- wasn't the reason I was making those plays. It was uh, execution, you know, just working from there, yeah. Well, you know, and, and like I asked Spencer, sometimes there's there's guys that, that go to a, a all-star game or a senior bowl game like the Reese's Senior Bowl, and and maybe they don't have a good performance and it hurts their draft chances. Or we've seen guys say, no, nah, I'm not going to go because I don't want to – I think I've done enough in college that I'm, I'm in good spot in the draft. you you got to feel like going has really helped Ellerson Smith for this upcoming NFL draft, don't you? Yeah, I think I think it, it it helped me a lot. Um, you know, I put on like uh, twenty five pounds, twenty pounds since I last played last season. So I think that was one thing that scouts were looking to see if I could play it this new way. And um, I think I proved that. And I just wanted to also show that you know I'm willing to play special teams. Um, 
and now I'm just willing to play hard wherever you guys want me, you know, approach it like a professional, you know, at this point in my career. But, uh, yeah, I, I think it was um, a huge opportunity for me to help help my stock in the in the draft this year. What what's next now for you, Ellerson? What what's what's next in this whole draft process? Um, you know, just training, trying to get better each each day. Right now, it's uh, shifted back to more of a um, like a a, a forty yard uh, shuttle, like more of a track athlete type uh, workouts and um, things of that nature, and getting ready for the pro day. Um, I'm not sure what day it is yet. Um, hopefully we can figure that out soon so I can, uh, you know, gear my workouts around that time so I can peak around then and try to get back down in Cedar Falls and, you know, work out there one more time. How about for you, Spencer? What What's next for you? Uh, pretty much the same thing, turning into a track athlete and not so much a football player anymore. The the football drills and, and that condition's kind of going out the window right now. It's just your, how fast you can perform and, and show that you're an athlete and can bend and move and and moving space, moving space for the offensive lineman is, is huge. Once you get out there, it's going to be a little different at the, the secondary level once you're pulling or out there by yourself so in, in, in the NFL. But um, just February and uh, March, it's going to be trained most of the time, uh, getting ready for the 225 bench press and the 40-yard dash and the treadmills, like Ellerson said, and then hopefully uh, get, to get that pro day set so we can go out there and, and perform in, in Cedar Falls Dome one more time. Yeah, when's when will the actual NFL draft be held this year? Is has that changed at all due to the pandemic? As of as of right now, I, I have not been told it's changed. But it's the last weekend in, in April, so it's like April twenty ninth, thirtieth, and then uh, May first. Uh, okay, I know the the answer to this would be any team that will draft me is would be perfect but do you just after you've kind of gone through this and and you were around some of the NFL teams are there what what would be the ideal team or two that that you would I mean it doesn't matter who drafts you you guys are going to be fired up but is there a, a team or two that would be at the top of your list to to be drafted by Ellerson uh honestly nothing too specific um just want a, a situation where I can um contribute and uh, you know, help the team and get better. Um, I wouldn't mind somewhere warm. Now that I've been living in Arizona for the last few months, uh, it's, yeah. uh, you know, eighty degree Februarys are pretty pretty smooth. Uh, so yeah, not 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 no specific team right now. How about you, Spencer? Have you you know, growing up in Lenox and having that dream of being an NFL player, and now you're on the cusp of of accomplishing that. You, you, it doesn't matter who drafts you; you're going to go play hard for them and be great. But is there, if if you could make a selection and say you get to pick, is there a, a team or two that you'd have on that short list? I wouldn't say a specific two or three teams. I'd just say a region. I'm, I'm a Midwest kid at heart, so. Uh, get out there and be able to experience all four seasons. Yeah, 80-degree 80, 80 weather in February is nice, but I also like that cold football weather. So anywhere in the Midwest is fine with me, Broncos, Green Bay, Chiefs, uh, Soldier Field in Chicago. Any of those would be, be awesome. And it's close to home, and it's still that home feel. Yeah, and I was thinking Ellerson might say the Minnesota Vikings, you know, right there where you grew up. But uh, and, and you got a dome stadium there too, right? So yeah, that, no, they, they do have a sweet stadium. Yeah, I would, I, I, I would love that. I would not yeah. complain about that at all. 
And and Spencer, I I hope it's the Bears. I've been a diehard Bear fan since I was six years old, and man, it'd be fun to to have you uh, be a Chicago Bear. But uh, you got you guys got to be really looking forward now, and you got to keep working hard. But you got to be really anxious and looking forward to April 29th and 30th, aren't you, Ellerson? I mean, just what a big day in your life that can be. Yeah, um, you know, I'm I'm hoping it's an exciting few days. you know, hopefully by then I, I have a better picture of where where I'm going and, um, you know, can uh, be there to, you know, celebrate with my close family. Um, and, you know, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It'll, it'll be life-changing any way it goes. Spencer, how about for you, the wait between now and that, that NFL draft? Yeah, that wait's going to kill me. I mean, it's three months out and just thinking about it every single day, I and mean, that's why we're, we're doing what we're doing is – it's for those three short days in, in April and May. So um, it's going to be a stressful time for sure, but those those days uh, back home will be in Lenox, Iowa for sure, no matter what, uh, just with close family and friends and just uh, relishing the moment. It's going to be a really, really cool and I'm sure emotional one. So uh, I'm anxious to get down there, but uh, really got to work at what we're going, work at what we got going on out here and, and being able to perform with the pro day and uh, helping your stock even more. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and again, we should mention that uh, Ellerson and Spencer's team did win the Reese's Senior Bowl 27-24. National beat the American. And I think, Spencer, I think you were in on that Reese's bath that you gave the head coach after the game, weren't you? Oh, yeah. I, I, they said, do you want to dump this on? I'm like, oh, hell yeah, if it's cold water. <laughs> and they opened it up and it was Reese's. I'm like, I mean, that's, that's weird, but okay, I'll do it. And I wasn't, I wasn't playing anymore. I was done for the day. So I, I sat there on the bench and had a few Reese's for myself before uh, we dumped them on the coach. But that was, that was pretty cool, and uh, that's something I'll remember for a long time for sure. You weren't going to let all those Reese's go to waste, were you? No, no. I actually threw a couple of the kids in the stands, too. And like, Can we have one? I'm like, yeah, sure. So I just threw a couple of them, and, and then we ended up wasting about 300 Reese's on, the, on that field that day. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. You're, you're going to be a, a favorite with, with whatever team you're with doing stuff like that. But before, and I've kept you guys a long time, but one last thing the, the UNI Panther spring regular season football season is, is coming. I mean, it's, it's uh, on Friday, uh, uh, March uh, 19th is going to be the opening game, right? Am I, or, or, February. Or February. Holy cow, February 19th is going to be opening night in the Uni Dome with South Dakota State. Um, Ellerson, you first. Uh, how hard is it going to be not to be playing with this group of guys? And then give Panther Nation some confidence because, listen, losing you and Spencer Brown and Xavier Williams and Briley Moore, those are some big-time football players. Uh, this was going to be a great, great, season this fall if, if we would have been able to play I really think this was a national championship caliber team but give Panther Nation some confidence even though you're going to be gone and not playing the defensive side of the football how good can they be I mean I think they'll be just as good um, you know all those dudes are extremely hard workers and they'll car- carry over to the season um, you know there's there's dudes like uh B. Wells at Bronte, that's going to be coming up, and I think he's going to have a huge year. Or uh, Brinkman's obviously coming back. And, you know, across the whole defense, we got ballers, and coaches do a good job preparing them regardless of who it is. And, you know, I, I have all the confidence in the world that they'll that they'll do a, a good job this season. It will be weird, you know, um, not playing with these guys and watching the games this, this spring. 
um, you know, the goal was to win a national championship with these guys. And uh, obviously we have a, a different situation now, but I think they, they have a great opportunity this, this season to win a national championship. Yeah, that, that's encouraging. Spencer Brown, how about on the offensive side of the football? Without you right up front helping out, you know, protecting the quarterback and opening up the running game, we're going to miss you, big guy. But what, what what can that offense look like without guys like you and Briley Moore? I mean, that's, they're going to be just fine. Uh, they brought in um, the, the offensive tackle from Kansas, and I've heard good things about him. Um, our offensive line was pretty young last year, so all those guys have another year on their belt. I'm anxious to see what Trevor Penning, the left tackle, has has to bring to the table because he was killing it last year as, as a young player. And then obviously got Will McElvain back there in, in the backfield slinging it and, and extended plays with his legs. And then we got Isaiah Weston back. Uh, he's still there, so we got the deep ball threat. And then uh, Nick Phillips and Quan Hampton are going to be in the slot. Logan Wolf, I think he's going to be a really, really good player. So I think uh, – just overall, we brought some guys in, and guys are going to be older as well on the offensive side of the ball. So I'm definitely anxious to see what they have. They're going to, they're going to bring to the table, and they're going to be just fine. And I hope to, I'll be watching on ESPN Plus as much as I can. But hopefully, when uh, Ellers and I are back for our pro day, we can we can show up to a game and, and sit there and cheer on. And I know I'll be going crazy. So I'm definitely definitely anxious to to watch these guys play for sure. Yeah, we'll miss both you guys not being in the, the Panther jersey, but you're always welcome to come up to the press box and say hi also. be great to get you back on campus. Uh, prepare for Pro Day, and then get ready for that NFL draft on uh, April 29th, 30th. Uh, Got to believe both your names are going to get called, and that'll be exciting, not only for you guys individually, but uh, for all of us that love and support UNI Panther football. So, uh, hey, great catching up with you, too. Anything else you want to add before I let you go, Spencer? Spencer Brown. Hey, go Cats, man. Ellerson Smith, yeah. anything else? He, he beat me to it. That's all, that's all I was going to say. So. <laughs> all right. All right, guys. Hey, best of luck to you guys, and, and thanks again for joining us today on the Panther Point of View podcast. There you have it. A couple of great ones from you and I, Panther football, Ellerson Smith and Spencer Brown on our Panther Point of View podcast. Gary Rima, the voice of the Panther, saying so long for now. One. Two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.